Hello everyone and welcome back to another commentary track brought to you by Not The Best Media. My name's David. I'm Ivan. And today we're talking about Avengers The Age of Ultron. It was really only like a, about a couple of days of Ultron, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was, it was not like really the long weekend of Ultron. The long weekend of Ultron. Infinity War is right around the corner. So we're going to talk about the sequel to the criti- critically acclaimed Avengers film. The one that's divisive. And fans don't love. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're at 30 seconds, roughly speaking. It's just a black screen. Uh, basically, the Marvel logo has faded to black. That That's it. These things don't even have logos no more. You get Marvel, you're in and out. That's it. So, you ready to go, Ivan? Let's do it. All right. Let's play this thing in three, two, one. Okay, play. All right, so I want to start off right off the bat by saying, so I was in that large group that did not like this movie. In fact, yeah. I actually haven't seen this movie since it came out in theaters, you know, since we saw it opening no weekend. No shit. Yeah. That's a long while ago. Yeah. I really dislike this one. And you, you, so you still stand by that? You know, I I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no because you're gonna find my, out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I might have changed my viewpoints or something. Um, I remember this opening scene being I pretty cool. I love this movie. I mean, yeah, this is basically the one shot tracking all of the Avengers on their individual fights, which is, I mean, it's basically the same shot in the first movie. They have the one shot of them fighting the Chitari over New York City, and you're like, ooh, ah. So I think this was a great way to get the audience back into the movie, you know, start off with a similar kind of shot. I thought that was really clever. For a lot of people, it's it's downhill from here. Hmm. But I love this movie. And I can't help it. I, I acknowledge that it's not a great sequel. As a follow-up to, like, one of the best comic book movies ever made, yeah, it's disappointing. But I think it's, uh, I appreciate what Joss Whedon was trying to do against what um, Marvel was kind of forcing him to do. Because you can there, you can see there's a lot in this movie where it, it feels like there was a little bit uh, too many pots in the kitchen. Too many cooks in the kitchen. You know what too I mean? Too many pots in the kitchen. You can have too many pots. Where are you going to put all your pans? You got too many pots. Fuck you. <laughs> Stand by. <laughs> all right, fuck it. Let's start this recording over <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, in, towards the middle of the movie, there's a lot going on for no reason. Yeah, I can definitely feel that. I, I don't know. For me, I if I remember... Honestly, I don't even remember why I didn't like this movie. I just remember I didn't like it. But if I remember I mean, correctly, do you remember the first time you saw The Avengers in theaters? Yeah. It, it was probably... This movie didn't really capture that level of excitement. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I just, I just remember seeing this, and I remember feeling like when the villain was going to show up. And I don't know. I feel like I have that issue a lot. I feel like that's one of my biggest issues with a lot of comic movies or just movies in general. Is I'm always waiting for the antagonist. Like they could show the antagonist and have like a major fucking sign saying like I am the antagonist, and I'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, there's someone even worse than that guy. Uh, well, Ultron's development. I guess we'll talk about this more in characters. It happens really fucking quickly. He shows up and I'm evil, and then that's it. That's the whole. Yeah. 
that was the whole that was his whole arc it happened so fast i didn't i was disappointed with uh with strucker here too because um he was teased at the end of uh the winter soldier and the winter soldier is my favorite marvel film so seeing him at the end saying something like we live in the age of miracles and then that's just like never alluded to ever again and then he's dead in like the first 15 minutes it's pretty disappointing a little bit there's i think there's there's a little bit of too many cooks in the kitchen i think the movie was probably marketed wrong too you remember when you saw that first trailer i have no strings yeah 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 that felt like a fucking horror film yeah that's what like, i like you know it felt like real surreal and that's a great trailer. It's it is still one of my favorite trailers from any Marvel movie. But that's not the tone of this movie it's not. at yeah. all. Did the following trailers like have that same tone as your first one, or did they kind of like lighten up a bit? The second one definitely still has that kind of horror, more serious and grounded kind of feel. Yeah. The third one I think is much better. I think the third trailer is the best representation of this movie. Because okay, because if I'm I'm starting to get back to it, I feel like I'm starting to remember. Yeah, you got to you got to take your mind back to 2015, Ivan. I, I remember feeling like this was going to be like a very serious, surreal, like mm-hmm. and coming off the Winter Soldier too. You know, it was a very dark. And, yeah. You know, I, I thought the same thing. It would be like people are actually dying, and like they're coming to terms with like what they're doing is wrong, and or it can be like interpreted as wrong. Um, and then, like, I see the movie, it just it doesn't feel like that. It feels like they're trying too hard to make it feel that way. Probably. And, and you can tell even from just the aesthetic. Visually speaking, the movie is just not as colorful as the first movie. It feels like they kind of desaturated the color, and it's it's a little bit more muted than the first film. And I think... Oh, yeah, like, this scene, this, this entire opening scene right here just... Seems very like grayscale almost. You know what I mean? Very gray, very like muddy and murky. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what. I I understand why they would do that as a sequel being pitched as a darker sequel, but then the tone doesn't really match the visuals. Hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of little things. It definitely has its issues. Oh, there's a lot of issues. There's a fuck ton of issues in this movie. Yeah. It's just where you stand on it. I think a lot of a lot of people differ. So I'm not going to necessarily say if I dislike this movie as much as I was just disappointed in it. Yeah, it it is disappointing. I think it's a, it's a good I think it's a good movie. I think I think the good outweighs the bad for me personally. It's not like a bad film. It's just a disappointing sequel. Well, I can see that, yeah. And 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 I think part of the reason I don't know, I think I think they should have waited a couple of years to make Age of Ultron. Where it fits in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's like a very and crucial uh, integral moment in the mcu because like every movie that follows references back to ultron and what happens in this movie and sokovia and the accords but it didn't feel as much of an event film 
that the first Avengers felt like. Yeah. And now Infinity War feels this way. This kind of feels like a Saturday morning cartoon. Here's what the Avengers are doing this week. And not not so much like a crossover event a crossover event of everything that happened in phase two. Okay, yeah. I can definitely feel that. Do you think that was a mistake? Or they should have made it feel like an event film? I I think they should have made it feel like an event film. Uh, because like that, oh, that's what this is. Like this is, it's what it should be. Yeah, that's what it should I be. Think, it's... I think it's what it should be. This was the end of phase two, right? Ant Man is technically, but that's also weird. Why is Ant Man the end of phase two? But that's what I'm saying. Like, if Ant Man is the end, why not just wait until after Ant Man comes out and then throw in Ant Man in this movie? I don't understand. Okay, was Ant-Man... I feel like Ant-Man might have been like the beginning of their... Let's kind of dip out into weirder stuff or more obscure stuff. I don't... But 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 Ant-Man as a movie itself feels like your average Marvel Phase 1 movie. Yeah. Which is, which is weird. They just wanted Ant-Man to end Phase 2 because Civil War starts Phase 3. And you can, I can, you can see where Civil War why it would because even the events of civil war are still carrying over to this day into infinity war yeah, yeah i don't know man i it, it might definitely have that feeling like you were saying just too many cooks or too many pots you know too many definitely too many pots you can't walk around your kitchen you know there's so many pots you're all in the oven you're like i don't know what to do <laughs> there's so many pots uh yeah no, I, I, I don't know i feel like this movie doesn't know what it wants to be yeah it it feels like it lost its identity. The Avengers, you're like, yeah, it's a team-up movie. And this movie is kind of... It feels just like the bridge that gets you in between Phase 2 to Phase 3. Phase three yeah. Without feeling like it has its own soul. <sighs> yeah, yeah. No, I... You explaining it like that, yeah. It almost feels like this movie is... It feels like this movie was dedicated to serve two purposes. To be a bridge and to also be like a momentous point in like the MCU where like something massive happens and they're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's something something big, you know. We're like it's gonna it's gonna impact future movies down the road, just like, you know, the first Avengers did. And, you know, you know what I mean? And I feel like yeah, it because... failed to do that part. Right, I agree. Because it feels like you kind of have to have seen this movie to understand why events are the way they are in future Marvel films, but you can't just enjoy this movie as its own film. You know what I mean? You have to watch it in order to understand what's going on, but that's about it. You can't enjoy it as like a narrative in and of itself. Like it'll be fun to watch as a marathon between the first, second and third Avengers films it just feels like that middle part that you just you have to watch even if you don't want to yeah it kind of sucks it does suck I mean if you wanted to make a more dramatic and serious movie you sh- they should have just went all for it because that would have been I think that would have been cool that's what I was expecting too I think I wanted this to feel like 
the Empire Strikes Back of the Avengers. Mm. But I guess that was my fault because Joss Whedon is um, has openly stated that that's not his favorite Star Wars film. So I don't I don't know why why would you expect something if that's not. You know. Well, I feel like it's okay to have expected that just because of the trailers. The trailers market that way. You know, you build the anticipation. You train your audience to expect that. And, That's yeah, what and, you know, honestly, I feel like... Look, this, this, this wasn't as bad as, let's say, Suicide Squad. No. Where there was just complete like, misdirection, whether intentional or unintentional. I don't like the trailer company's part for the movie itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it definitely gave you, like, a sense of, like, oh, this is going to be, like, a dark, like, oh, shit movie, and it, it wasn't. And then we get that in Civil War. Oh, yeah. But it's not like Civil War is, like, a dark and depressing and dreary movie. You know what I mean? It no. has plenty of jokes in there. No, it has plenty of jokes, but there's so much gravity to the movie. Yes. You can... The, the stakes feel real. It doesn't feel like a Saturday morning cartoon. Like, like okay, it, let me let me say this. Sorry to interrupt you again. Like, let me say no, this. No, go ahead. I feel like this movie is like... All right, let's compare the two Avengers movies. The, the Age of Ultron and the original Avengers. The first yes. Avengers. It feels like Age of Ultron is, let's say, Ant-Man. Sure, yeah. Where it, it's, it doesn't really... It, it's just kind of like there to bridge a gap, you know. Like, yeah. like how Ant Man was there to just kind of bridge a gap, so Ant Man appears in Civil War, almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I get you. And and like, the first Avengers just had like a really dark gravity. Almost feels like the Winter Soldier or, or Civil War itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. What were you gonna say? No, because like you 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 take take Ant Man as your example. Ant-Man is a fine movie in and of itself. Yeah. It's fine. It doesn't break any new ground. It's it's you know it's a good film, but you compare that to say the first Iron Man, and there's just there's no comparison. That first Iron Man film is just leaps and bounds ahead of that movie. Is that does that make Ant-Man a bad film? No, it's just the two. You know they strike a different tone, and it's just a shame because Ultron is a direct sequel to that first Avengers film. Whereas Ant-Man just exists in the same universe. Now, I'm curious. I'm really like just curious to see why, like what was like the thought process or what were they trying to go for? Just like, I want to be in the heads of like the writing staff and Josh Whedon and just be like, Hey, What's going on here? Like, why did this movie turn out like this? Well, Joss Whedon, he's the only uh, writer credited. So this was all his writing. I And I feel like it's a couple of different reasons. The first one being, he just made the highest grossing movie of all time back in 2012. Domestically, it broke so many fucking records. And it was critically acclaimed. And it was beloved by fans everywhere. And you have to follow that up. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like, on one person who to single-handedly write and direct it back-to-back. Back. I'm sure he was fucking exhausted. I'm sure, like, he was just tired. And 
had to figure out a way to make a sequel that's that lives up to those expectations that's hard that's going to be hard on anyone i think if anything marvel probably should have brought someone on to help joss whedon i remember at the time i definitely disagreed with that like at the time i'm like yeah joss whedon he should direct all the avengers movies but now i understand like nah he's just a person this <laughs> this shit is a job like it's yeah. it's work it takes years out of his life to make this shit work you don't want to burn him out either yeah so i think being tired and exhausted is is part of the reason why some of the narrative points don't flow as well um again i think before no it was after this movie when you remember that whole kerfuffle between kevin feige and ike perlmutter vaguely Mutter was just a guy who he, he has a reputation for being cheap and wanting to cut corners and um, Kevin Feige didn't really jive well with him but they had to work together and I feel like Ike Perlmutter is probably responsible for wanting Joss Whedon to include unnecessary points to tease in Infinity War because the the other Marvel films don't feel like they try to serve as just a bridge in between movies, hmm. but this one does, and I feel like it, that it had to be higher ups at Disney or Marvel trying to tell Joss Whedon what to do and what to include, and I'm sure that 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 also fucks you up when you're trying to write and you're already tired and exhausted as it is. Yeah. No, side. This is completely side question or side. Yeah, side question. When was the acquisition of uh, Marvel by Disney? Do you remember that? Uh two thousand ten, I think. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was very early on in their first phase. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, man. Honestly, it's. And like you're saying, it's not necessarily a bad movie. It's it's really not. It's just not what it could have been, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't live up to its potential, and and you know it's it's not it's not I don't think it's single handedly one person's fault. I think a lot of people bash on Joss Whedon. You talk about Joss Whedon before this movie, and he's a fucking god amongst nerd culture because he made one of the best nerd movies, comic book movies of all time, and then. He makes this movie, and it's disappointing, and a lot of pan- fans give him hate for it. And then after that, well, okay, so so he did this movie, and then it's it's divided amongst fans, and he was probably judged pretty unfairly for what he did. But then after that, there's there's been some reports about him being not the best husband or partner. I, I'm not sure if he was married or whatever. There's there's a lot of scandalous allegations about things that he did while on set with like um his buffy the vampire slayer cast so that's not cool and the last thing he did was work on justice league and that's a shitty movie so he i'm just from working on like the best movie of 2012 to now he's just like a shitty person he it's interesting to see his development he, he gets a bad rap now these days joss whedon but i, I don't think it, his fault this movie is his fault, and I I think that's what I was trying to say because I got I got lost in a, in a tangent there for a second. Um, he's not with Marvel anymore, is he? 
No, this is the last thing the Marvel related that he's worked on. So, I hate to get sidetracked, but you know we're talking about comic book movies and a compilation of comic book or really a bunch of comic book characters. So you want to talk shit about DC? Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, you know me so well. Uh, if if we if if he did the Justice League, I mean. <laughs> It's no secret. I feel like he knows the formula how to do it right. He he did it pretty well for you know a while, especially with Avengers. Right. For Marvel, yeah. What happened? Was it just like nine enough to work with? You think it was just too many of like studio heads or whatever? What happened with what with Justice League? Yeah, Justice League's not his fault. He came on to direct a movie that was already finished halfway through its own shooting. Like that's there's nothing he could have done to salvage. Yeah, it like I don't I don't blame Weed. I'm just, I'm just curious, like if he couldn't salvage it, like what was going on? Like how you know? Oh, it had to be terrible. Like there there's there's reports that, um, the finished version that Zack Snyder initially turned in before he left the project was just unwatchable. Yeah, like yeah. it was just bad. But and now it's interesting since Justice League did so poorly. There's a bunch of like hardcore DC fans that are like, we want to see that Zack Snyder cut. No, you don't. That would have been awful. No one would have been happier. It would have been no, dark and dreary no. and gloomy and let like, them it see been it. Shitty. Like, let them see it. No, you don't. You don't want to see that movie. Like, I'm sure the version we got is the better version of the two, as incomplete as it may be. Like, I'm sure even if Zack Snyder had nothing to do with Justice League, if from the start they hired Joss Whedon, that movie would still be a train wreck because it's following up one of the worst movies I've ever seen in Batman v Superman. Like, how do you follow that up? Man, we haven't talked shit about DC in a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, fuck DC. They suck. I don't know. They just, they had a bad scheme for their DC films you know they try to rush the process I feel like the way in which they went about it you know it's just it was poor 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 management (sighs) whose fault is that though it's Warner Brothers it's 100% (laughs) Warner Brothers fault you can't blame the filmmakers I mean you could technically blame Zack Snyder since it was his vision that they were executing like from what I could tell, Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, like, they just gave it to Zack Snyder. They were like, "Here you go, you make the movies you want to make." But that's their fault for getting Zack Snyder, who's fucking known for making drab and dark and dreary films. That's his wheelhouse. Why would you put him in charge of your cinematic universe? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he's about to kill Jarvis, Ivan. No. I remember being very sad because I thought Jarvis was going to die. Isn't Jarvis basically gone, though, after this? He, no, yeah, he's basically gone. But he's technic- he lives on through Vision. But, you know, yeah, the Jarvis we know, he's, he's gone. Uh, So, I have a question pertaining to the MCU. Um, yeah. In Iron Man 3, Tony Stark kind of blows up all his suits, right? Yep. And he's like... Nah, I'm gonna spend more time out here with you. Yep. So how can we handle all these suits again? Look, don't think about it. It's all right. 
It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Did he not learn his lesson? No, I think... Oh, shit, my mic's about to fall. That is no bueno. Let me fix that real quick. Do you remember Iron Man 3 when it first came out? Uh, yeah. Joss Whedon put out a, a pretty interesting tweet where he went, Iron Man 3, what do I do now? Obviously referring to him trying to figure out a way to write Tony Stark and his character growth in Age of Ultron. I th- I think he handled it quite quite well. And by that I mean he doesn't acknowledge it at all. <laughs> um I don't know. I I remember when I first saw Civil War, I I didn't care for the plot point involving Pepper and Tony breaking up. I don't know if Gwyneth Paltrow's like her um at that time like her her contract expired or whatever i just thought it was an unnecessary plot point because i knew they'd eventually get her back and then they did for spider-man homecoming so like it didn't make any difference so i don't but recall I, that but plot i feel point. like yeah it's it's in civil war it's it's the whole um when he's given a speech to the college at the beginning and there's a point that said and now i'd like to introduce uh pepper Potts," and he just he instead he just pauses and he goes go break some eggs like it's a whole thing oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's not a big thing but it exists yeah but what i was leading up to is i can believe that based off of this movie if in 2013 he tells her you know all right i'm gonna stop i'm gonna focus on you and then he doesn't you can see where she'd probably get mad at him yeah probably so although he you know he he clearly has the best intentions he, he can't really focus so thoroughly and I can understand why Pepper would be mad and then leave him several years later down the line. I don't know, maybe, but can you blame him though? It's like... Yes. <sighs> like, come on. He, he said he was going to stop and he blew up all of her things and it's so romantic and there's fireworks and he's like, yeah, nah, babe. I'm just going to keep building these things though. It's like, all right, like I can either stop and be like your husband or something, or I can go and save the universe. It's like, I yeah, love but you, I... but you're part of the universe too, you know, so I'm saving you technically. True, but I mean, you know, that's that's with life, you know, people, they tr- they think they're doing something to help, to help out, you know, others and whatever, and it just kind of comes across as, you know, you're not giving your partner uh, all the time that they need. It's just, you know, misunderstandings, whatever. He doesn't mean to, to do wrong by Pepper. It just kind of comes across that way sometimes. Yeah. What I do like is I I do get the sense if if we want to go into characters characters now, um, I feel like Tony Stark's character is a very very natural progression from the events of Iron Man three. In the sense that he was going through like some very harsh post traumatic stress. And he did say he wanted out. And that makes sense going into Ultron as to why he's still trying to figure out a way out. In in the beginning, he's still... Um, I mean, obviously... Um, what's her name? The witch. Scarlet Witch. Messes with her his head. But he still has those visions, you know, of... He's, he's scared. He's scared of aliens and out there in the universe coming to destroy the world. 
he, that still haunts him and he's still trying to figure out a way to fix that and Ultron is the best way he can think of to fix that which I thought you know building another robot suit that's what Iron Man 3 was all about I felt like Iron Man Tony Stark his progression from Iron Man 3 to this movie felt very smooth mm. which is interesting because I know not everyone loves Iron Man 3 as well would you say that Iron Man or uh, uh, Captain America are like the, is the main character of the entire like kind of like the anchor or the linchpin of the MCU? I'd say Iron Man definitely still still is that. I mean, Iron Man, he pops up in movies you know that aren't even his. He's he's been in Spider Man. He's the main character. He's he's in uh, Civil War as like a a mean a main secondary character and partially even a secondary antagonist at points he's been here since day one man Tony Stark Iron Man they started this whole thing do you think our DJs are gonna stop it depends I don't know I'm sure when like he did Avengers I mean he's the fucking highest paid actor in the world like would you wanna stop maybe he has enough money and he wants to stop Maybe he wants the money to keep rolling in. Yeah. It all depends on how much RDJ and Marvel are willing to pay ball with each other, you know? Because back, you remember back when this movie came out and we're like, oh, what's going to happen to Iron Man? His contract had expired. Where is he going to come back or not? Like, those were days we were like, we don't know. Now it's like, ah, whatever. He'll come back if he wants to. Like, who cares? Now, do you feel the same way about Chris Evans? No, I, I get the sense that he's kind of done with the role. Not in a bad way, but like he's played it long enough at this point. Mm. The, the thing is, Robert Downey Jr., he's tried to do something else in the meantime. You remember when The Judge came out? Yeah. I forget what year that was. Like, no one saw that. I think that was Robert Downey Jr. trying something outside of marvel to see if he can if anyone's interested in other movies that he wants to do the answer was no the answer was no and that's a sad no but at least he knows he can fall back on this role if necessary chris evans hasn't been in a lot he's been in things definitely but i think he he wants to kind of grow and expand like what can what can where can Robert Downey Jr. go to expand, you know? Like he's as big as he's ever going to be. Chris Evans can I can see he can have a future directing and writing and doing other shit. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a job, you know? Like how how long do you want to be working this one particular job if you can try doing other things? Yeah. Sorry, this is a, this scene's getting pretty good. Ultron is attacking. He had his evil arc already. Like he's he's just evil now. It's like, hey, I'm born. Also, I'm gonna. Also, kill you I'm guys. evil. <laughs> Boom! Action! It's like, oh. What? <laughs> what? I wish there was so much more because Ultron if you want to talk about characters Ultron could have been in 
awesome villain. He could have been like so complex and so well thought out. And he's just evil for the sake of being evil. Yeah, like I would have loved to see Ultron like come to the conclusion of like he has to be evil or kill the humans or whatever on his own like over like a little bit of time but it's just like i'm born fuck y'all yeah like there's there's a there's a good quiet scene near the end of the film where he's just having a talk to talk moment with vision and that's so engaging but there's nothing like that before he turns evil you know what i mean yeah they can't where was that where was that scene before all of this shit went down now remind me again because I co- I totally like blanked out in the beginning because we we're talking. Uh, where what's or- Ultron's origins? You mean like in the comic books? No, or... like here in the movie. Didn't Iron Man create him? Yeah. So what was happening was uh, after that that uh, scene in the snow. Thor was lo- looking for uh, Loki's scepter, which Hydra got their hands on after the events of the first movie. So before Thor went off to Asgard, Tony was like, do you mind if I study that a little bit? And since it's an Infinity Stone, it has a lot of power and a lot of knowledge. Tony Stark was like, whoa, I can kind of harness all this information and try to make my own artificial intelligence to help out us. So that in in the event that aliens ever do invade, we won't have to worry about it. We'll have Ultron. And then, and then he turns evil. Nice. So how many Infinity Stones that we know of are, were on Earth? Currently? Yeah. Because we still don't know where the, sto- where, where the Soul Stone is. Which there's um, a lot of speculation. I mean, everyone has their own thoughts as to where it is. I used to think it was in Wakanda, but now I don't know. Why? Well, I remember I was convinced it was in Wakanda because they have that connection to the literal souls of their dead. And, like, it, that makes sense. It makes sense. Vibranium, it came from space. Soul Stone from space. Crashed lands in Wakanda, they get these powers. It makes sense. It's like, it's all there. Like, if they, they can just write in the Soul Stone is in Wakanda. But now, um, the reasoning... They, they flat out explained why the reason is they're in Wakanda in Infinity War, which is to hide vision. So now I don't know if mm-hmm. the Soul Stone... Because I was like, why else would they be fighting in Wakanda? They were like, oh, they're hiding the vision. Oh, well, okay. There goes that theory. But not necessarily. It could still be there, you know? But we just don't know. So on Earth... Um, do you mean by the time of this movie... Or like where yeah, we're at by the right time now of this movie. before Infinity War. Or both. Let's do both. Let's do let's start off with this one. Right now they obviously have um the Mind Stone, which was Loki's scepter. Uh the Tesseract is on Asgard. And the Aether is with the Collector. The Eye of Agamotto is technically on Earth. There's one more. The Power Stone is with the Nova Corps. So there's two on Earth. The Mind Stone and the Eye of Agamotto. 
So where are they, at, you know, up to this current point right now where we are in the real world? Up uh, the until... Vision has the Mind Stone in his head. Yeah. His literal, that's literally him. Um, the Aether is still where it's at. The Tesseract is in Loki's possession. Um, I of Agamotto is still with Doctor Strange. And the Power Stone is still with the Nova Corps. So yep. there's six stones? Correct. We just don't know where the Soul Stone is. And where's the Aether again? Is that what's Collector you said? That was with the Collector. Um, his building blew up, so it's unclear as to where the Collector himself is. I think he is going to be in Infinity War. Mm. But, um, yeah, we haven't seen him in a while, so it's anyone's guess. Pretty sure it is still with him, though. Okay. Shit's crazy. What? All the stones or Ultron being in a church? No, just you know, the MCU in general. I mean, if you saw a robot, a robot man talking to you in a church, that'd be pretty crazy. I'd be like, I'm gonna pray you, Jesus. You, Jesus? Are you the like, second? They're all coming? casual. I guess they don't know he's a robot yet. Now they do. I like that Ultron is basically Tony Stark in robot form. In, in in the comics, he's made by Hank Pym, and so he's he kind of exhibits all of the bad qualities of Hank Pym. Like, Hank Pym's kind of an abusive guy at the time, so Ultron obviously is, is evil and abusive. Tony Stark's a smartass who makes a lot of jokes, so Ultron's an evil smartass who makes a lot of jokes. Wow. <laughs> no, he is. He's... You can like he he is Tony Stark. No, yeah, I, I this, see this that. Whole, this whole movie, on a thematic level, is about children and offspring, and whether or not they're born into this world being monsters. Ultron's a monster. Like that's that's who he is, and and he creates the Vision, and the Vision's like the antithesis of Ultron, and Ultron's disappointed. Envision the same way Tony Stark's disappointed in Ultron. Very interesting. It's just, it's not all there fully. Like, the pieces are all there, but to make an engaging movie, like, there's 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 things missing. Also, I think that these, the twins, their powers are, were given to them by this, this Mind Stone. I don't think that's explained fully. But like, yeah, we gave him powers. All right, that's about it. But I think it's because of the t- the, the stone. I wonder how. I wonder how um, Thanos is gonna get the power stone from the Nova Corps. Gonna, gonna have to fuck him up. Do you think they're gonna show that in Infinity, uh, Infinity War? I hope so. I, I hope, you know what? I hope it's not like, here I am, and I already have two stones. You know what I mean? Like, nah, come on, show us. Show us how we got them. 
Also, uh, how far is this gap between Infinity War Part 1 and 2? I, you mean in the real world yes. or in the movie universe? No, in the real world. I th- it comes out next year. Okay, so it's just a year gap. Yeah. We still don't have a title for it. And what's in between, do you know? Ant-Man and the Wasp is first in July, and then uh, Captain Marvel is next year. I forgot about Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. There, they, there's been some news reportings here and there, but everything seems to be just low-key. You know, they're just they're 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 filming it, you know, right now as we speak. Do you think this is gonna be another uh like Ant Man situation where it's just kinda like low key, just normal Marvel movie that's just kinda they get more they expand the roster? Do you I think it's gonna know. be some groundbreaking stuff? I I don't know I don't I still don't know how I feel about Ant Man and the Wasp. Like I'm obviously exciting excited for it, but as the follow up to their biggest movie ever is Ant-Man and the Wasp? I don't know. That feels weird. Because, you know, like, the stakes are so high in Infinity War. They're talking about, like, he wants to conquer half of the universe. And now here's a little fun side quest with Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, just, I still don't know how I feel about that. But I am excited for Captain Marvel. Why is that? I, I think... Because I, 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 don't, I don't know much about her. So, like, everything in Marvel up to this point, other than, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy, like, I know all this shit. I know all about Iron Man, I knew all about Captain America and Thor, now, I know all about Spider-Man. Marvel's expanding, and with Captain Marvel, you know, being their first um, female-led story film, you know, they, they have the chance to make something new with character that I'm not familiar with. They, they have a chance to do something new. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to expand it and try to get away from the... I don't want to say pillars of the Marvel Universe, but, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, you know, after Infinity War, it's like, alright, it's time to see a shift in the way we make Marvel films, you know? Like, you, you don't have to play it safe anymore. Like, we've been watching your films for ten years and we finally saw... What it all led up to. It's like, you're safe. You can do it now. You can do what you yeah. want. Go out, go out, make a crazy-ass film. And I, I wonder how... I, I don't know how they're going to tie it in. Captain Marvel is set in the 90s. So, so it's, it takes place in the past. So that makes sense. Whatever in terms of where it fits in with Infinity War. And I think Ant-Man does too. But then it's like, well, then where were they during the events of the film? I don't know. I hope they answer those questions in a way that is satisfying and makes sense. Wasn't this guy in Black Panther? Yeah, that's um, that's Ulysses Claw. He did. Do you, do you not remember? I remember him in Black Panther. I don't remember him being in this. Yeah, remember he has the weird rubber hand in Black Panther? Yeah. He gets his hand chopped off by Ultron. Oh. It's a whole thing. <laughs> They're in the African coast because Ultron wants um, vibranium. Ulysses Claw is the only one who's known to have stolen vibranium from Wakanda. And that's why the Wakandans were mad at him in Black Panther? 
because he stole the vibranium? Which is why they wanted him? No, yeah, I, I told you, it's been like fucking, I haven't seen this movie in years. Yeah. No, everybody's good. No, I'm not a true Marvel fan, David. Way to go. Fuck people and their opinion of you. Shit don't matter. Yeah, you're right. That's just your opinion, David. It is, just, but that's just their opinion, too. Oh, shit, you're right. Exactly. This is all just, like, our opinion, man. You ever wonder why we're here? Let's get some hibachi. <laughs> I miss that place, man. You have no idea. Inside joke for all you listeners. Maybe one day you'll tell, you'll know the story. Yeah, it was just a shitty place that we like to go to. I guess you'll know the story sh- now. It was our shitty place. Yeah, it's it's like one of those restaurants. It's like it's it's like our central perk from Friends. Look at the coffee shop they all hang out at. I don't watch Friends. I don't know. I got really into Friends because of my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, it's like, you remember, you ever watched that 70s show? Yeah, that, um... The Hub. That, the, re, the yeah, they're always hanging out. Yeah, that was our, you know, our, our central hangout. It was yeah. a shitty buffet, it was a hibachi. With great, shitty food. And a terrible soundtrack, always playing. And then they but shut it down. It. For rats. Allegedly. Allegedly. Probably true. What are we talking about? Marvel? Yeah. Uh, Alright, so so I talked about Iron Man and Ultron. Anything else you have to add about their characters that you like or don't like? Um, I don't know. Like I said, just it, it never feels like Ultron's like a real villain to me. Or at least from what I remember it being. It's always just been like, kind of like, uh, I feel like, I always felt like he was a secondary villain. Then who's the main villain, Ivan? Themselves. Exactly. <laughs> well, it, it is. There's that's uh, feeds into their whole monster theme going in with this movie. There's there's uh, there's a weird theme about like, are we monsters? Like Scarlet Witch, not Scarlet Witch, the other one. Well, yeah, Scarlet Witch too. Yeah, no, they, she a monster. She a monster. A Black Widow can't have kids, so she's like, am I a monster? The Hulk is literally a monster. Like it's a it's a thing. It's weird. Iron Man killed hundreds of civilians with his weapons back in the day. Is he a monster? That they're about to have that discussion right now. Captain America, nah, nah he's, he's Gucci. Good old fashioned white Aryan male from America. Yeah, see, so this was never my life. That's a great. That's a great line. And it's so small. I wish there was more, more like that, because it helps his character. And then you cut to a joke, which is like, okay. Oh. We're back at another action scene. Pretty good action scene. They're all, they're all about to get their visions, Ivan. She's about to fuck with all of them. But then she turns good. Eventually, she learns. 
She's technically not bad. She just has a thing against Iron Man. So what she feels like she's doing is justification for everything he did to her country, which makes sense. It's just not very well explained. What did he do again? Um, I think he they talked about it in the church or some shit. Um, back when he was still an arms dealer. Um, uh, some of his bootlegged um, torpedoes made their way into Sokovia during a, a bad time. And um, when... Their 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 family was being attacked. Did you say bootleg was, torpedoes? I what what's what's the right word to to missiles? To missiles. Torpedoes yeah, whatever, are underwater. Like, oh yeah, you're right. Whatever. And um, their family was attacked. Their their mom and dad were killed, and um, her just her and her brother were in the building, and there was a Stark missile that landed right next to them. And they were they were like certain they were gonna die, but it never went off. And so, like for those days when they were in the house, the only thing they had to look at was a missile that said Stark right the fuck on it. So they always had a thing against Tony Stark. That's not his fault. Well, they're bootlegs. Yeah, they didn't know that at the time. He just clarified it. This was never my life. Hawkeye getting a little justice for being a mind control slave in the first movie. Yeah. You know who I love in this? Hmm. I love Hawkeye. I fucking love Hawkeye in this movie. Why? Cuz he's the only one who feels like a real guy in the in the movie. Is this the one where, like, everybody goes to his, like, family farm or something? Yep. Okay. I feel like Joss Whedon was trying to... I mean, in the first movie, he was the butt of a joke. Like, you got... You got Iron Man. You got Captain America, Thor, the God of Thunder. You got the Incredible Hulk. And then you got a guy who shoots arrows. Like, who the fuck is this guy? I didn't give a fuck about him in the first movie. And then they give him, like, all this depth. And you're like, he has a... Like yeah, like that, that's that's his point. He has a discussion with his wife. Like, should you really be in the Avengers? All you do is shoot. Like it's a whole thing. He has a great like arc where he feels like he 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 fits in with these guys, and it's weird. And they spend a lot of time on it. I feel mm. like they they really develop his character in, in something that no one fucking saw coming. He's still going to be in uh, Infinity War, right? He's credited in the cast, even though he appears on, like, none of the marketing. Hmm. It might be a small role, then. He's the one that dies. Might be. They were teasing... They were teasing his death in this one, but I think that was way too on the nose. interesting question I just want to put on the record I remember talking to my ex-girlfriend now she she told 
so so Scarlet Witch makes them see what they're afraid of, right? Like their fears, like that's her whole bit. Captain America sees a dance, sees him dancing with um what's her name? Peggy Carter? Yeah. And I remember being asked once, what exactly is he afraid of? Is is he seeing something that he regrets? That's not really something that he's afraid of. I the last time I saw the first Avenger, which was just a couple months ago, yeah, he is afraid of dancing with girls because he's never done it before. So he legit is scared and afraid of dancing with someone. So that's that's an interesting little thing I just want to put on the record. I like how, like, even his fears are fucking wholesome and shit. Right? <laughs> He's so fucking pure of heart, it's disgusting. It's like <laughs> Iron Man's fear is, like, going to be an alcoholic again. There's, like, a fucking <laughs> liquor cabinet from him. And, like, fucking uh, Black Widow's, like, shooting somebody in the fucking face. And he's like, I'm scared to dance with girls. <laughs> girls are watching. <sighs> you know what I'm excited for? What are you excited for, Ivan? Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, part three? Or, like, seeing them in the movie? Seeing them in the movie. Yeah, I want to see how they're how they integrate into the film. Like it seems like they're being split off into teams, so I wonder who's going to be with who, you know? Mm-hmm. We get to see Star-Lord with Iron Man and and uh and Spider-Man. I think Drax is there with them, and I think Doctor Strange is with them too. But I think Rocket might be with Groot, who I think is with Thor, who are on their own mission. Oh, shit. The Hulkbuster. I'm not sure where Nebula is. Yeah, she kind of dipped out, right? Yeah, she hugs it out with her sister, and then she's like, I'm out. Is she she's credited? In the movie. Is, uh, yeah, she's in the movie. Okay. Yep. She made a pretty uh, strange. Uh, the actress, what's her name? Uh, Karen Gillan. Yeah, she made a pretty strange like transition, I guess, from like Doctor Who over to Nebula. I feel like. What was her character in uh, Doctor Who? Uh, she was a I, companion. I, since I don't watch it. Like just a friend. Yeah, like a side character or like one of the main characters. Was she like a gritty, a goody like two shoes? Uh, it's been a while. I, I feel like no. Like Do she was, she was chaotic, her? chaotic good. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't know. I don't have a good sense of Doctor Who characters. I, I, I have like no idea. Oh, you remember seeing this shot in the trailers, yeah. man? Let's just appreciate this. Epic. Coming from space. I fuck. I can't tell you. I want to tell you, but I can't tell you. What is it? Because it's technically a spoiler for Infinity War. Very small, but a spoiler nonetheless. Do you want to text to me? 
I, I mean, I want to know now. Like, I'm gonna make you tell me <laughs> later afterwards on recording. So you can either like text to me or just you know fucking die. It depends because I don't know. I know two only like fucking who who listens to this, but I don't want anyone emailing us. You fucking spoiled that for me. You piece of shit. And now that oh, you said yeah. that, like somebody's gonna purposefully like text us or email us <laughs> and be like, "You fucking piece of shit." That's why you should text to me right now. Uh, no, I'll just say it. Fuck it, I don't give a fuck. Fuck people. Um, a lot of people are aware of this as it is, because you know how like plot points get spoiled by like toy companies and shit. Mm-hmm. So that you know this this type of thing happens all the time. It's very minute. If anyone is listening to this before Infinity War, just I don't know, mute this for like a couple of seconds and just the watch next this fifteen fight. seconds. It, it's a great fight. Watch it, and then unmute us after a few seconds. So, you remember how you see the Hulkbuster back in the yeah. Infinity War trailer? Tony Stark is in space with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Who's in the Hulkbuster outfit? Who? Who helped create it? I don't know. Bruce Banner. Oh! The Hulk is in the fucking oh, Hulkbuster. Dude! Oh no, I'm sad. Because right, it's it's neat to know, but you know, it's one of those things where it would have been great to see on the screen. Yeah. You know? There's also, a lot of how do people not here. die when Iron Man just smashed into the elevator? He saves them. No, like people would have died from that impact. Yeah, sure. You know, it's a movie. Okay, but <laughs> no, that's actually a pretty neat old thing. I kind of, it's nice. When you rewatch the trailers, there's little hints like he's there in the background. I mean, he's in the forefront while the Buster's in the background, and it's one of those things where it's like you can piece it together, but it's not explicitly stated. So why though? That's a good question. It begs further fucking questions. As as in like, can he go Hulk? Can he not? Was the Hulk punched out of him? I don't fucking know. Because we see him... And this is going... Like, whatever. You see at the beginning of the second trailer, something's falling from the sky. You see at the beginning of the first trailer that Bruce Banner has fallen onto the... um, Doctor Strange's house. I forget what it's called. The Sanctum Sanctorum. I'm pretty sure that's Hulk falling from the fucking sky. And he's gonna crash land... To Doctor Strange's domain, which begs the question. Because remember, at the end of um, Ragnarok, he's not Bruce Banner; he's the Hulk. Like there's a whole point where he's not sure if he can ever turn into Banner again, right? Oh shit! Do you think maybe Doctor Strange kind of like ripped him out? It it maybe it was Doctor Strange, maybe it was Thanos, maybe oh. Thanos had has a stone already and he separated the two. And there's evil or not. Hulk. It's going to be very interesting. Like, we see Hulk at the end of the... Like, we see him in the end of the trailers, but, you know, who knows? Very exciting questions, though. Neato. Cool. Mm-hmm. Not big spoilers, like I said. Just interesting little factoids. Uh, I'm going to, you know, roll a quick snippet. Uh, I feel like one of my best... Like, one of the best scenes for me of uh, the fucking third door, Thor Ragnarok, was the Hulk and, yeah. you know... Well, it was when Banner jumps out of, like, the hovercraft... <laughs> And, like, he tries to, like, turn into Hulk and just smashes into the fucking bridge. He just... 
It's like, what? His arm's all broken. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great uh, scene. The bit. dog's looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> Those, I don't like that movie, but that's that's a great joke. It works great really joke. well. Everybody's all sad and fucked up. They got up. their asses handed to them. Like damn, we ain't shit. Let's call the let's call the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> let's go back on a little bit on um, the scene we were just in. I was very confused because I always thought where they were fighting was Wakanda. And it was just some African place, I guess. Maybe because it's a, obviously they we get to see Wakanda and Black Panther. Maybe it's the front that Wakanda puts on to hide themselves. I don't know because they say they that whole bit with Claw was like off the African coast, but then they move more inwards towards the city. So that's that's why I guess I always thought it was Wakanda. But I guess it was never explicitly stated. Yeah. Because that's why I thought the Wakandans had beef with the Avengers in Civil War. That's why they wanted them to sign the Accords. I thought they were like, ah, the Hulk was in the... I guess I just imagined that. Because that that wasn't Wakanda at all. Yeah, you dumb. I guess I'm just dumb. You stupid. I don't know, bro. Africa's a big continent. I guess it could have just been fucking any fucking city. You think she ever gets weirded out by seeing like him in his uh, outfit? It's like you yeah, sleeveless like... leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I when you when you look at them standing in a house, they look fucking stupid. Yeah, no. <laughs> they look like they just came back from a comic convention. Like not in action. Yeah, the outfits look cheesy as hell. Little kids are like, who the fuck are these weirdos? It's like, Black Widow, you're my favorite. You kill people. Oh, shit. Oh, no, because Hawkeye and Black Widow have, like, a relationship outside of it where they're friends, right? Yeah, so they know know who she is. Like, she's Nat. Like, that's who they refer to them as, to her as. Yeah. Like, first name basis, yeah. Ah. Okay, so they were gonna name their their next kid Nat after her, but it's a guy, so they were gonna they're gonna Nathaniel instead of Nat. Oh, makes sense. Toast. That totally fucked up Thor. Oh, this is, it's probably the worst fucking plot point in the whole movie where Thor fucking goes on his vision quest. I'm out. <laughs> he just dips, yeah. So how do you feel about the reveal of Hawkeye's secret family life? Because I know some people don't like it at all. I mean, like, I'm okay with it. Like, I feel like they're going to have families and shit going on. Like, we had a whole movie about Tony Stark's fucking secret or personal family life. And, yeah. You know, Pepper Potts. And I'm going to stop doing this shit for you. And, you know, it's fine. Yeah. I feel I mean, we had kind of a movie about uh, Thor's family life. How it turned out his dad was actually a fucking genocidal maniac. Yeah. They just don't talk about it. They just don't talk about it. It's part of the the family history (laughs) they don't talk about. Like, Dad, you were were probably Space Hitler at one point. Yeah, son, it was a long time ago. It doesn't matter. 
It's like that family fucked up. It's like that family where they don't talk about their grandpa and what he did from like 1939 yeah. to like 1945. He's your grandpa. You love him. But just just don't go ahead. And don't talk about it. I actually had a friend who, uh, his family was like that. No shit. Or like, yeah, he was like a half German, like, no bullshit, like one grandparent, like one grandpa fought on the American side and one grandpa fought with the German side. Whoa, that's awkward. And like, they're just like, yeah, no, they talk about like the American grandpa and like they have all his medals and stuff and they, they just don't talk about They like, don't talk about Like the other grandpa, they just ignore like everything from 1939 to like 19 whatever. Didn't exist. Nope. It didn't happen. It's fucked up. It's hilarious, but it's fucked it's, up. Yeah, it's fucked up, but it's pretty funny. Uh, this this moment, this little moment right here, this is the moment I'm talking about with with Hawkeye, and you know, giving making him feel like a real person and giving him some character. Like it, I like the the development of his character. And again, the best scenes in Ultron for me aren't even like the the big action set pieces, which are a lot of fun. But it's these very smaller moments that. I think really give the film its heart. There's just, it just lacks a lot of it. See, okay, for me, here's another thing. Ultron never feels like a good villain for the Avengers. I feel like Ultron's a villain that like should be in the Iron Man standalone movie. I agree with that. Yeah. I like it. This almost feels like it could have been half of an Iron Man four movie. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of my biggest gripes about this movie. And what I was going to say was... I feel like this movie didn't really hit me as like an Avengers movie. Because for me, like the Avengers has always been about... From the previous movie. is like... A group, this also goes with Guardians of the Galaxies. It's like a group of people who... They're, they're completely fucking like against the odds. Like they're, they're going to get like wrecked, you know. It's pretty obvious. But yeah. they like somehow pull through and like manage to like do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's poopy. Uh, and, and like with Age of Ultron, it always seems like they're on even like playing fields. I get you. So you never get the the sense that the Avengers might not be able to handle. Yeah, Ultron. You just like. Yeah, you know, they're they're probably gonna do it. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, they're gonna get beat up a little bit here and there, but it's okay. Where like in the first Avengers, it's like, nah, fucking portal from hell ripped open, <laughs> and there's like giant centipede things <laughs> flying through the fucking <laughs> sky. Now nah, we finna die. Yeah. And then now, like with uh, you know, Infinity War, it's like Thanos is coming with a fucking army. It's like nah, they're gonna die. Yeah, like, everyone has their bets to, to see who the fuck's gonna die. Like, it's a real thing. Yeah. People, there's, there's, like, online... People are gambling to try and see if they can guess who's gonna fucking die or, like, or live through yeah. it. Yeah. Like, because... Do you think that has anything to do with, um... His... Ultron's character? Like, the tone they gave him? Where he's kind of just like a... Like I said, like, just a, an evil version of a smart-ass Tony Stark? Like, he doesn't <sighs> feel like he has that gravitas, like, that that... That's something that Thanos has. No, I just feel like it's it's more. You know, maybe maybe that, but I feel like it also just has to do with like, what's his army? A bunch of Iron Man like knockoffs. Just a bunch of robots. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it is just a bunch of robots too, like I don't really care for, because it's like I get the they're the Avengers like, 
You just gotta have an army of things. Here's an army of aliens. Here's an army of robots. Now here's an army of different aliens. Like, I, I get it. Like, like if Thanos show on things, if, uh, fucking, uh, oh god, I forgot his name. Which one? The main character, the main villain of this movie. Holy shit. This movie yeah. that we're watching? Yeah. Ultron? Ultron. Jesus. He's in the title? I think I'm, like, stroking out. Um, I think so, too, man. Can you go to the hospital real quick? Probably. Uh, if, All right, I'm going to keep recording, though, just in case. Okay. If, uh, <laughs> if, 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 like, Ultron showed up and he had, like, like two helicarriers, like the giant like airship car- aircraft carriers that Shield had, full of like Iron Man knockoffs, and like maybe an Infinity Stone, I'd be like, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, they're gonna die. Fuck that. But okay. no, nah, it's just like uh, I got me a few Iron Man clones, and here's a shitty city in like the formal like right. SSR, even, sorry, not you know? even a real city. Yeah. Did you get that sense from the trailers though? No, because the trailers are spooky as fuck, and I thought he was gonna like rip somebody in half in front of me. I yeah, felt like there's gonna be a they... scene where like he's literally like holding like uh, Hawkeye, and he's just like, Bleh! like crushing the skull. There... I was like, no strings on me. I'm like, oh shit. The scene I remember they show the scene where uh, Cap's shield is broken in half in the trailer, and when I saw that, I was like, oh fuck, how'd they do that? And I was like, oh, it was just a dream. It's not even real. Yeah. That sucks. Like, if they had an actual, like, scene where, like, Ultron, like, cr- like breaks Captain's shield in half, I'd be kind of like, mm, damn, he's kind of for real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really do anything. He accidentally kills Quicksilver, and that's it. Damn. That's I didn't accidental. think about it that way. It's accidental. I, I, yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. Like I was saying, if, if Ultron, like, literally took his head and, like, smashed it in on itself and, like, laughed, I'd be like, ooh, that's pretty fucked. <laughs> but, yeah, he accidentally shoots Quicksilver. Damn, Captain America's strong. So, you ever, side note, you ever watch a lot of the Eric Andre show? No. I've been seeing a bunch of new memes pop up where it's like, uh, where Eric Andre, like, shoots Hannibal Burris. What? Where, like, some of the memes are, ah, fuck, I can't even think of any right now, but watch Eric Andre show, it's kind of funny. I guess, what's it about? It's, uh, it's like a fake satirical talk show where Eric Andre interviews a bunch of people. But usually, like, shit happens. Like, in one interview, I think he's, like, he's interviewing Tila Tequila or something. Oh, okay. And, like, uh, he just immediately starts vomiting everywhere. Why? I don't fucking know. Like, to freak out the guest. And, like, the guest knows something's <laughs> gonna happen, but they don't know exactly what is gonna happen. Okay. And, like, another one, like, he's he's interviewing, like, a, like a, a singer or something or an actor... And, like, Campbell versus, like, baby mama shows up and, like, starts beating his ass. And he's like, don't you ever say you're not the father of my children. Jesus. And he just starts crying. And she just walks off and he's like, oh, what the fuck's happening? Ooh. I'd be very nervous to yeah. be on that show. I think in one of them, like, Chance the Rapper's on. Oh. And he just kind of, like, hops into, like, a giant mug of coffee and, like, starts, like, sipping out of it. I'm gonna have to see this because I, I, my brain cannot comprehend 
the level of silliness that you are describing to me. Oh, right it's now. fucking beautiful. You gotta see it. <laughs> uh, why? Why did that pop into your head? <laughs> because of the memes. I don't know. Memes. Uh, oh shit! Samuel Jackson. I haven't seen him forever. He hasn't been in, in any of the Marvel movies since this one. Yeah. Shit, it has been a while. What happened to him? Well, S.H.I.E.L.D. got disbanded, right? Yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. got disbanded. And I kind of don't even like that he's in this movie because of how he left off in uh, The Winter Soldier. Which was? Like, remember, he he puts all of his shit in like a trailer and he sets it on fire. Even his eye patch. Mm. And then here he is again. He just got the eye patch again. It's like, oh, okay. After he's a while, just... he's like, I can't pull off the no eye patch look. People just look into yeah. the hole. <laughs> he had weird. cool. He had cool sunglasses. Yeah, maybe he lost them. He's like, oh fuck, I need a new eye patch. But uh... I, I don't. He doesn't really do anything in this movie. I like. I could have gone without him. But um, yeah, we haven't seen him in a long time. Speaking of people we haven't seen in a long time, this is completely unrelated to the movie or Marvel in okay. general. I have no guess, idea where you're going with this. Guess what show was back. Roseanne? No. Yeah, I mean, it is back. Well, I don't care about that. <laughs> Dude, Jersey Shore, I guess, has a new season. Oh, my God. Yes, it's back. Yes, yes, I know. Yeah, I know all about it. I, I came back on Jersey, and I hate everyone. Is anybody in your family watching her? No, thank God. You How do you know? Like... Why, do you, why do you know that it's back? Because uh, one you... of the podcasts I listened, I listened to, they were talking about it. And uh, I guess, like, the guy likes to watch it, not because he's, yeah. like, entertained by it, but, like, he loves, like, how trashy it is. Yeah, that's why most people watch it. Yeah. But, uh, what the fuck? They're all old now. Yeah, it's the same. I thought it was going to be a reboot with, like, different people. No, it's the same fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> Snooki's back. Fucking that DJ Paulie or some shit. They're all trash. Why? 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 If you're listening to this, I legit need to know why you watch it. Like, I just can't comprehend. <laughs> if you could just explain it to me in a well-written email and, like, send it to Ivan. Don't so do that. So that he can read it to me. Because I'm not going to read it. Don't do that. Because I don't know why people... Fucking, I got some friends that fucking love that show. Like, they got together, like, for a fucking party when it when the, sh- when the show launched again. Is anybody I know? No. <sighs> but remember when that was big in high school? I didn't get it then. And I still don't get it. It's not like I watched it and then I'm older now. No, it's like, I never got it. I don't get it. And I just don't understand. <laughs> Remember, you don't remember walking down uh, the hallways with like freshmen going, it's t-shirt time. And I'm going like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah, I can't remember. What does that even mean? It's t-shirt time. Let's just just ignore it. What's going on here, David? (laughs) It baffles me. I don't understand. Vision. There's so much gel in their hair. They're so orange. I don't get it. I'm gonna have a mental breakdown on this fucking fucking commentary track. Ultron's making the vision. 
So what is Vision? Is he like... He's an android built by a robot. That's the way Tony Stark explains him at any rate. So is he like all the good parts of... Like... Ultron? Yeah, so I think... He's the vision Tony Stark had for Ultron in the first place. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think um, Tony Stark really likes him and is surprised that he can even fail in Civil War when he accidentally shoots Rhodey. He was like, I didn't think that was possible. He was like, neither did I. So, yeah, I think vision is the answer to Ultron. I don't know. I try not to think about it because then I get confused. He's fucking brought to life by a stone in his head. Aren't we all, though? Whoa, man. You went so deep, I can't find you. (gasps) So Jarvis hit himself in the internet? And... Stuff. Yeah, that's how that works. That's how the internet works? Yeah, you hide yourself in it. Yeah, and inadvertently stop evil entities from trying to activate nuclear missiles so i had a buddy in like one of my classes uh he yeah. was kind of we're just talking and like it's his birthday and uh somebody asked him like oh you're getting old what are you gonna do for retirement and he said with a straight face like oh i'm planning to upload my conscience to the internet when they get old enough oh shit i was like shut the fuck up but was he serious no he was serious damn this is the same guy who, like, he, he's like, I'm going to go work for SpaceX when I graduate. Like, oh, really? N- nah, bro, you're, you're really not. Like, <laughs> like, nah, bro. Like, that would be awesome. But you got to be smart as fuck, man. Yeah. You got to be on a whole other level. Got like a 4.0 and, like, do shit. I don't know. And this guy's just not that? No, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't know the guy, so I can't talk shit, but, like. Yeah, you gotta be pretty fucking smart. He's a good guy, man. Like, I love him to death, but it's like, man, you should set your sights a little bit lower. I mean, yeah, you know, dream, you know, goals, you know, dreams, whatever. Like, I have my eyes set for, like, a moderately sized, like, regional airliner when I first start off. Not trying to go to SpaceX, like, bro. Right. <laughs> I feel that. Oh, well, this is why Scarlet Witch goes good. Good. She fucking, I mean, her choice is to keep helping Ultron and die or save the world. Those are literally her only two options. I don't know, man. She was pretty spiteful against Tony Stark. I mean, she could still be spiteful and not want to die. I don't know, man. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, all right, I know I fucked with your head. But I don't want to die. It looks like we got to work together, bro. And then her brother dies, so it's not like she has anywhere else to turn to, you know. Oh. Oh, they're killing everybody. I don't know why.
Like, you would think those doctors would have been very, very useful. They're like, oh shit, Ultron shot one. Shoot them all. But why? I tried, um... So the, the doctor Ultron just shot, I think her name's Cho or Chow or some shit. I remember when Iron Man 3 came out, um, there was an extended sequence set in China um, to help. Remember how um, it was very abrupt that he got the arc reactor out of his chest? Yeah. In in There's, there's an, a Chinese version of Iron Man 3 where there's an extended sequence to kind of make that flow a little bit better where he's the doctors are working on him and whatever. And I was trying to see if um if Cho Chow this doctor was involved with that at all, but I've never I never found out. I never found this this Chinese scene that exists somewhere. Mm. Cuz I mean it would make sense, you know, helped out Tony Stark. He brings her on board, you know, Avengers Tower to help him out whenever they're in trouble again. Or it could have just been a completely random fucking doctor. I don't know. Yeah. It prob it probably is. I'm just It would have been a nice connecting tissue, you know. You're making connections that aren't there, man. Yeah, man, I'm just connecting dots that don't exist. There's too many pots in my kitchen. Shut the fuck up. My brother just got my mom one of those cast iron pots. Shits are heavy. Oh, no, they're great, though. Yeah, but, like, apparently you got to, like, seal them, like, a specific way so they don't, like... Yeah, you got to season them. You got to put some castor oil, some canola oil, and then put, like, yeah. a thin coating and bake it on for, like, a while. Yeah, we did, We did. I think, like, for an hour, but then it still got kind of sticky. We're not sure if it's just because my mom made eggs, like, immediately, or, you know, eggs get Well, you got to do that a few times. You got to do it, like, maybe three or oh, four like times. Like, a few times? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. But uh, also, you can't. You can get iron from you, like you get a good amount of iron from yeah. the, the. Also, you can't really use soap. Yeah. So how do you clean it? Properly? Um, usually I just get like a really abrasive like like nylon brush or like you can get like a yeah. metal scouring pad with no soap, and just kind of go at it with some coarse salt. Yeah. And some little bit of hot water. And then after you're done, always uh, wipe it down and then put it on the stove so you dry off completely. Right, because the water will make it rust, right? Yeah. So you got to you gotta kind of heat it up so that it's just dry. Yeah. It's pretty good for searing a steak, man. You can sear a steak and put it right in the oven. Here you can make a lot of, a lot of things. Yeah. I actually just used mine earlier. Today? Yeah. Make some chicken dip. Anyway, uh, welcome back to David and Ivan's Cooking Show, everybody. <laughs> Didn't we make that joke before? David and Ivan's Cooking Show. <laughs> the reoccurring segment where we will abruptly talk about cooking and stuff. I feel like so, if that was an actual thing, it would basically be like me cooking and then like, here's David's segment, you making an egg. It would be me going, yeah. Yeah, Ivan. Yeah. <laughs> What are you going to say? Um, there's an interesting little bit here that I, I didn't catch on the first time. 
it goes back to the whole Natasha wanting to be a mother thing. So it's such a like fucking an eye rolling line, but it's a small one. It's when um Captain America drops his shield and she picks it up and she goes, "I'm always picking up after you boys," because she can't say that with her own kids. You know, like it's she has a thing. She's always pick like it's it's such a stupid line. It always made me roll my eyes. You're a bad person. No, it's because she wants to be a mom. She wants, but it's just so stupid. Yeah. It was such a random like reveal for her character too. We haven't talked about Bruce or Natasha at all. They have very weird forced romance in this movie. Yeah. Did you ever buy the relationship between? No. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think anyone does. If anything, it was just more like I, I bought more into it than Natasha's just like trying to calm him down. Yeah, but I, I so I, I don't know why they like expanded that from Natasha. No, like I can see why maybe Bruce might like her because she can calm him down in a way that no one else can. You know, she got that touch. Oh shit! But, but why? But, but why? Why would she like him? She likes him because he's a monster, and she thinks she's a monster. That's fucking stupid. It's like we're both monsters. That's literally their arc. That's we can be monsters together. Like they, they, they like say something stupid like that when he saves her at the end. Also, I hate that because it's it's like, so every woman who can't have like kids, yeah, or, like hysterectomy, they're monsters. Like that's that's awful. And she tries to be like, no, I'm not a monster. It's It makes it easier for me to kill. What are you talking about? Like, whoa, me... what? What? That was... That could have been, like, such an interesting way to show some of, you know, her background. Because we don't know shit about Natasha. She's just an awesome fucking spy. And that's what you chose to show us? That she can't be a mom? I don't know. And that because of it, it's easier for her to kill. And she's a monster now. She's just there, like, shooting a guy in the they head. They all fucking like, kill. Like, I wish I could have been a mom. <laughs> Always picking up after you boys. She wants a fucking... Her name named after... Her fucking... Her friend's kid named after her because she can't have a kid of her own. It's just little things that you don't catch the first time. It's just so weird. She can't have her little girl... She wants their little girl to be little Natasha. So stupid of it. Also, I I thought it was strange because it in and I'm gonna try and say this the least offensive way possible because it's not true. It makes her seem like a slut. Remember in the first Iron Man, she was all flirty with Tony Stark. In uh, the Avengers, they it's like she's flirty with. Um, Hawkeye in the Winter Soldier straight out kisses and makes out with uh, Captain and then in this movie she's all over Bruce it's like oh she's had a go at just all of the guys that's really fucking weird yeah that's that's horrible writing for Natasha's character I'm hesitant to agree with you because I don't want to be like like, put on for, like, slut-shaming. 
No, but, but it's it's. Just, I definitely see what you mean. Like that's pretty fucky. Yeah, for it's it's. I I I'm, all I'm saying is, anybody who's written Natasha's character up to this point has been very like poor about it. It's just been in poor taste. I think her mm-hmm. character could have been handled much better. I'd like to see her own solo film. Yeah, it would be nice, honestly. If it's like a spy thriller that's anything like similar to The Winter Soldier, that'd be awesome. monsters mad scientists Frankenstein Frankenstein's monster it's very strange they're having that mad scientist talk right now Do you miss Jarvis? Yes. Yes. I don't like the Who's new so- like AI he uses. You don't, or you do? I I, I don't. I, not not in comparison to Jarvis. I feel Friday. I think that's her name. Yeah, Friday. What about you? Do you miss Jarvis? Or do you like Friday or, or what? I don't. No, I I like Friday a lot, but I don't realize how much I miss Jarvis until like I go back. And I see Jarvis, or I hear Jarvis, you know? Like, when you go back and you watch Iron Man, and he's, like, fucking setting his alarm up for him, and and he's just in control of the house, like, completely, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do miss Jarvis. But his whole house was destroyed anyway. He had the coolest fucking house. Remember that house? What is, was it in Malibu? Yeah, it was like off the cliff or something. On the cliff? Yeah. That was fucking awesome. God, we haven't seen that house since forever. It was destroyed. Are you going to rewatch any of the Marvel films before Infinity War? <sighs> no, I think I'm sad. I think I've like been slowly rewatching all of them leading up to yeah. Infinity War. I think this is probably like the last one I needed. I gotcha. You know, not not gonna rewatch Black Panther because I, I don't think I have an option to do that anymore. You know. Yeah, it's it's leaving theaters, and I don't know if it's by next week. There's no way you know it's gonna come out in Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah. So, how do you feel about, like, I already know how you feel about it, but I'm going to ask you anyway. How do you feel about, like, the the Marvel movies kind of, like, expanding and becoming, like, bigger and bigger? Like, okay, so, in Iron Man, like, the Iron Man 1, it's, it's very, like, oh. It's pretty small. Pretty yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, here's a villain, here's a good guy, they fight. 
no real morality. It's just like, I'm going to use these weapons to sell them and make money and people die. I don't give a fuck. Or like now, it's like, no, nah, people died. Dations are fucked up. Like, children like are like fucked up. Like, yeah. Well, how do you feel about like just the, like just massive growth? I think it makes sense on just a storytelling level. You know, like, the only direction these movies could have gone was, you know, bigger. But now that we're at the point where Infinity War is just eight days away. Eight. Get that mm. eight days. Can you believe that? Mm. I'm I'm kind of worried about where the future Marvel films w- will go. You know, like if if the movies from Phase One didn't feel like they were starting to get bigger, I, that would have been weird. So, getting bigger and bigger that makes sense. But now that like, how much bigger can you possibly get yeah. after Infinity War? You know. The only thing that makes sense to me is to make smaller movies all over again. Okay, so what's going on here? Uh, no, uh, who, no one knows. It's fucking... Thor had a vision, and... He, I don't know. He had a vision of vision? That's, why they call, that's literally why they call him the vision. Thor's about to say, I had a vision, and then he's... Wait, gone. so why was Iron Man and Tony Stark fighting? They were fighting... Because he was about to make Ultron all over again, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, with Vision. They were trying to kill Vision, and Tony Stark was like, Now, nah, hear me out. We could kill this thing, or we could make a monster all over again. And so, Captain America's like, No, that's a stupid idea, obviously. And Bruce Banner was like, Nah, he can probably help us stop Ultron. Mm-hmm. So they had a little kerfuffle about it. See, like, this little moment where Vision is just seeing the world for the first time. And we can see his reflection in the window. He sees Thor. And he, he just likes how Thor is dressed, so he dresses up like Thor. We never had that developing moment with Ultron. Where he decides to be bad. We get to see where, where Vision decides who he's going to be. Ultron was just born evil. Yeah, Thor, he went off on a fucking side mission that makes no sense just so that he can explain what the Infinity Stones are, basically. Which sucks, because that's horrible writing. Hmm. I am. That's biblical. Uh, that's a biblical line, Ivan. He's basically God. Joss Whedon, for an atheist, includes a very interesting amount of biblical references in his movies. Yeah, no, like the whole Batman v Superman, like that was a pretty on the nose. 
Well, that's Zack Snyder. Oh, was that Zack Snyder? Yes, Zack Snyder's very on the nose too about it, though. Like mm. he, in in Man of Steel, Superman is Jesus. Like you can, yeah. He flies in space. And but I thought Batman v Superman was Justice. No, that was Justice League. Yeah, Justice yeah. League. That's okay. what you're thinking of. But I mean, the uh. whole bit, uh, Ultron cites a line from the Bible while sitting in a church, like. It's it's just very interesting little things. The line where Tony Stark, in the first Avengers, asks Jarvis if he ever read the story of uh, who's it's not Noah and the whale. The guy who got eaten by a whale. I forget what the name is. Yeah. Great scene, Vision holding Thor's hammer. Everybody's just like, oh. See, that, like, it was, it was the best way to show that Vision's just a good guy. It's the only way. Because, no, you don't know. Like, you don't know what this fucking android who was created by a robot is thinking and whether or not he's on your side. So you think everybody's just kind of like, nah, he's good. He's good. He picked yeah. up the hammer. Because they couldn't even do that. Like, it was just, that's great writing. You just, I think Joss Whedon even, like, confirmed it. He was like, look, I just needed an easy way for the Avengers to trust him. So he picks up Thor's hammer. He's worthy. Like, and it makes sense because they had that whole thing where they were trying to pick it up earlier in the film. Yeah. It's a good payoff. What I was disappointed with, going back to things Joss Whedon said, and um, why it's interesting that Ultron doesn't feel like an intimidating villain, when uh, Joss Whedon went to Comic-Con after the first Avengers came out, someone asked him about, like, what are you going to do for uh, the follow-up, the sequel? And his response was, uh, death, death, and death oh which sound you like that sounds very fucking like ominous that sounds very intimidating in and of itself yeah like something's and then you see the first trailer and you're like oh fuck there's no death death and death in this movie (laughs) like none other than accidentally killing Quicksilver, which is... And all the civilians. Yeah, but that's... The civilians aren't even explicit. Like, they make a point to show the Avengers saving people, not to show people dying. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, like, when you, when you hear someone say, yeah, death, death, and death. It's going to be the theme of this movie. But then... The only people who die are off screen. That's not as intimidating, you know what I mean? Oh. Why did Ultron uh, you know what? I asked me I, I asked myself this question every time and then I always answer it as soon as I ask it. I thought it I think it's stupid that he kidnapped 
um what's her face black widow and then i always ask myself why did he keep her alive why didn't he just kill her and then i he wanted the avengers to find her because he wanted them here See, that that's what he wanted it makes sense i question it but then it makes sense he wanted them to find her because he wanted them to come here So he was going to make a giant laser and shoot it into the ground to make, destroy it, or? No, he's going to lift up the entire fucking city. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like a... Anyone who's ever watched Age of Ultron, that's, that's what they remember. The, yeah, no, it was a city, the but fucking like, what, city. why? Was he going to drop it on something, or? Uh, He was going to drop it on the world. He has a whole thing where... um. He confesses he, he's intrigued by meteors and how the dinosaurs were wiped out. And this is whole going back to God. When something reaches a peak, God throws a stone. Um, he feels as though humanity needs to evolve. And the only way that's happened in the past is through catastrophic um, natural disasters like the meteor. So he's trying to recreate... A fucking meteor destruction. I don't fucking know. It's a very weird plan. He wants the best of humanities to survive so that they can evolve or something. How does that make sense? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. You made a thing so the thing could do a thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's a very strange MacGuffin. I always thought it was weird. Oh, Thor. When I first saw it, I didn't know what the fuck I was watching. I was like, what is happening right now? I still don't. <laughs> it's just strange. Like, it looks like the city is sinking. And you're like, oh, what is happening? Like, it's, it's very just visually strange and then it's like oh okay he's lifting it off the ground so that it can simulate the meteor destruction okay like all right yeah like okay i get i mean i guess ultron like you do you i like, guess that's a very like that's a very extra plan to kill like humans it's very cartoon villain plan yeah it goes back to that saturday morning cartoon like I'm going to do this evil thing because I'm evil. As fucked up as it sounds, like I kind of wish I had like a villain where it's like, you know, what's your evil plan? You're going to like fucking pick up a city and throw it on the ground or, you know, some absurd shit. He's like, nah. And just like shoot somebody in the fucking face. 
Well, I think it's that's like, what they were going for with uh, with Zemo in uh, in Civil War. He's just a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's not. He doesn't have an evil scheme. He's he's just a guy trying to get some revenge because his family died. But even though that was like all convoluted, it it was absurdly complicated. It's like I just want like a simple guy who's like, no, I'm all about the evil. I just shot a baby in the face. No, I understand because it, it would feel. You you want a villain that feels grounded. Yeah. All right, who do you think will win? The Hulk or Gypsy Avenger? Gypsy Avenger? Like the the fucking Jaeger. The Jaeger? Yeah. I I I think the Hulk definitely. They're like Gypsy Avenger is so fucking huge. Like the Hulk's not a kaiju. He'll just fucking go inside and r- fucking rip a hole in its chest. Yeah, you're right. I think I knew that in the back of my head, but I, just, I love fucking Jaegers. I just love those Jaegers, yeah. I do. I remember watching this. Like, I, it's it's very weird, but I do enjoy this whole sequence. I feel like, and I have no proof of this, I feel like this was Joss Whedon trying to show the avengers being heroic because like i said we see we see them save more people than we see die i think he was trying to make commentary on um man of steel Hmm. where superman and zod are fighting in the city and there's destruction everywhere buildings are collapsing and Superman doesn't save, like, a single goddamn person. For a Superman movie, it's like, what the hell? You're and a lot of Superman. People, yeah, he's not Supermaning. And a lot of people were mad at that. And Joss Whedon, you know, he's, you know, he's been involved with DC. Fucking, he came up to fix Justice League. I'm sure he had a lot to say about Man of Steel. That he just never said it. Because he works in the industry. I just... I feel like this was his answer to that. Like, see, you can have your global destruction and you can see your heroes being heroes at the same time. So not really against, like, the fans, but against, like, the people who didn't let him do that. Yeah, I I feel like... I feel like Zack Snyder has an... I'm pretty sure he has a beef and a squabble with Zack Snyder. And I I'm, wait, I'm sure wait, it didn't say that again? like I'm sure he has like beef who with Zack with Zack Snyder, Joss Whedon. Okay, okay. For a second I thought you said I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder has a beef with Zack Snyder. No, like, Joss Whedon yeah, with Zack okay. Snyder. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And um is that because you think like Zack Snyder is like the like the Oh, how so? Explain it to me. So I I don't think Joss Whedon is a fan of Zack Snyder's work. Just period. Just the way in which they make films. Joss Whedon's movies are obviously a lot more playful and optimistic in tone. Zack Snyder's are very dark, very dreary, very serious, very... Yeah. You know, whatever. And so why I think this is an answer to 
Man of Steel being all dark and gloomy is because later on, Joss Whedon and Zack Snyder would very passively aggressively like tweets that were aimed at each other. So someone would say something like, oh, the villain in Batman vs. Superman is stupid. And Joss Whedon would like that tweet. And then someone would say a tweet talking shit about Joss Whedon. And then Zack Snyder would like that tweet. Very, very fucking passive-aggressive about it. Super petty. Yeah, so fucking petty. So, like, they never came out and stated any of this. So this is all just my um, assumptions. But this is why I think that way. That's very petty. And then you hire Joss Whedon to fix Zack Snyder's film. I'm sure Zack Snyder feels some type of way about that. Mm. Um, in Justice League, you, you haven't seen Justice League, right? No. There's a scene very early on when Joss Whedon's name appears on screen. There's a, there's a scene of a homeless man begging. And next to him is a sign that says, I tried. As if Joss Whedon is trying to say, I tried to fix this movie. It's just very passive-aggressive bullshit like that. That I'm pretty sure the two don't like each other. Do you think that had anything to do with why it just was garbage? Justice League was going to be garbage no matter who fucking was involved with it. Well, yeah, but do you feel like it contributed? Did You mean their passive aggressiveness? Yeah. Towards each other? Yeah, absolutely. Because when you watch it, it's just so jarring in tone. Like, you can see Zack Snyder's... It's like Zack Snyder's ideas being told through Joss Whedon, which Mm. the two just don't mesh up together. Like, they don't mesh well. It's very strange. Like, even things as simple as the costumes look fucking stupid because of the way that Joss Whedon lights his films. They look like cosplay. But they would have looked better in darker lighting because they were meant to be filmed in dark lighting because that's the way Zack Snyder shoots his films. Mm. But the dark lighting doesn't make sense with the tone in which Joss Whedon writes. So it's just gar- it's horrible. <laughs> I don't know whose idea it was to put Joss Whedon with Zack Snyder, but it was awful. You gotta watch that movie. It sucks. I I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a day when I really hate myself. Or just I'll get like super drunk and just play it and just talk shit like for hours on then. It's a very strange movie, man. It's, it's like it's a movie without any direction. It just exists mm-hmm. in space and time. That's shitty. Shitty. It's a fucking great, like, what do you call that? Like, tone, sound, like. The theme? The theme song? Yeah, theme song. It's a great fucking theme song. Yeah. Another reason 
they, like that that theme song is not utilized enough in this movie. And 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 you know, uh, part of the reason why is because Ike Perlmutter, going back to the higher ups at Marvel. I I I referenced Wait. he was cheap before. I thought they blew he, that shit up in the last movie. No, remember it was the helicarrier. Yeah. Are you mean the ones that were blown blown up in the Winter Soldier? Oh, okay. Those were brand new helicarriers, because they didn't they had the new propulsion systems. I don't know if I'm. Oh, okay. Yeah, remember yeah. in the first film they were just basically giant fans. Yeah. And Tony Stark got stuck in one. Yeah. So he fixed that. So they would just levitate. Those were the ones that got blown up. So now it's just back to the giant fans. Yes. Because it was the original one. So, okay, so what is... Is this S.H.I.E.L.D. like 2.0? Is this just like fucking... I don't know. Because they never go back to it. We don't see this ever again. Which is why I like it's so strange as a follow up to the Winter Soldier where they're like, There's no more and then they're like, Alright, there's some. There's some left. There's no more. <laughs> okay, there's some more. But no more yeah, after that. Cause we never see him again. It's weird. Is he credited in the where did uh, they go? Oh uh, yeah, Infinity War? Sam Jackson? Yeah. No. Huh. He's not in it. What the fuck happened to him then? Fucking who knows? They should have just left him alone after Winter Soldier because his appearance is like, oh, he's back, and but then he's just gone again. Well, then why bring him back? He said he was leaving in the Winter Soldier. Just let him leave. Ah. point. Stupid. Like Sam Jackson wants to come back. They just they don't want to. They don't want to use his character, you know, if they don't feel like they need to. Which is why it's so strange that he's in this movie. Because it's the opposite of what I just said. He's going to be in Captain Marvel. Is he? Yeah. Well, that's because Captain Marvel set in the 90s. Oh, so it's yeah, a younger. Yeah. I think he has both of his eyes at that point. Hmm. Stuff exploding, everything's exploding. See, yeah, see, we see so many people being rescued. Nobody's dying. But then we find out a lot of people died, and you're like, oh. Oh, I think I like this scene. You mean the one where it pans around them all? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. Where it looks like in the church and, like, fucking Ultron's little things are just piling up. Yeah. It's a great shot. Joss Whedon knows how to make some very visually interesting shots.
Do you think they should have got someone other than Joss Whedon to work on the sequel? <sighs> now that we're nearing the end of the movie. Who, though? Fuck, if I know. Hindsight's only twenty twenty. Like, you, you'll never know. But after seeing this movie for what it is, do you think they should have got someone else? Or... Yeah. I think so, but like you said, hindsight twenty twenty. I think at the time yeah. it was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, it's gonna be great, you know. Yeah. Who's like Marvel's sweetheart now? Like sweetheart director, the Russo brothers. Okay. They're the only ones to direct more than two Marvel films. John Favreau did Iron Man and Iron Man Two. People were disappointed with Iron Man Two, so he stopped. Joss Whedon did Avengers and Avengers 2. They were disappointed with Avengers 2, so he stopped. Russo Brothers makes Winter Soldier and um, Civil War. Everyone loves them both. They keep making more. Hey. Yeah. James Gunn is very uh, has a great relationship with them, with the Marvel higher-ups, too. I'm not sure if he's directing Guardians 3 or not, but I know he's heavily involved, so. John Favreau, man. That's the name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, right? He's directed something since Chef, right? Yeah, The Jungle Book. Okay. Yeah. He's working on The Lion King right now. He was also on The Friends. Was he? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people were on Friends. Yeah. (laughs) it's weird seeing him when he was young john favreau he was like really skinny yeah like really skinny yeah got pretty big yeah not bad but just you know it happens yeah he was just you know his face like even in swingers he just looks very thin it's weird yeah no it's I when when i saw him on friends i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah apparently he's developing um a star wars tv show oh neat yeah Fucking i love loved him I, in chef i love every time i watch chef i get hungry i can oh, be dude, full and just you'll just want some cuban food like oh it's like, all right, I'm going to go fucking buy, like, pork shoulder and all this shit to make Cubans. It's a great movie. He still gets money off of these movies, John Favreau. Really? Yeah, he gets credited as an executive p- producer for every single Avengers film because of how much he put into making the first one without him there's no foundation to the MCU at all Mm. well he has he has a good reputation with Disney anyway which is why he made the Jungle Book and why he's still making uh, the Lion King and going to make Star Wars films all of these are Disney's properties they fucking love the guy 
But do you think, and do you would you want, we'll ever get another Iron Man film? Solo Iron Man. No, I don't want that anymore. Why not? I don't think there's anything left to be done for Tony on a personal level. I think everything... I think he's already overcome all his demons. Sure. And I think the only thing left for him to do is kind of like... It revolves around like the Avengers as a group. I feel that. What do you think? I feel like I want one more. But I understand what you're saying. Because even in his role in the comics, he becomes kind of like a senator. Which I it, I feel like they're going that way. Where he just has a small role as a tertiary character. And I can see him almost becoming like Sam Jackson, his character used to be. You know, like Tony Stark will be in the background of these movies, but not. He already so is much like Iron um, Spider Man. Yeah. So. Yeah, like Spider Man is like, or, or Tony Stark's kind of like Nick Fury in. Oh, fuck yeah, no, like yeah. He basically was the Nick Fury of Phase Three, yeah. You know, oh. he says you didn't see that coming, but, like, I saw that coming. Like, his death, that was pretty predictable. Yeah. People gasped in the theater when they saw that? And I was like, I saw that coming a mile away. Like, that was pretty... Like, they slow-motioned on the shooting, and then the music, I'm like, no, he's dying. No, he's gonna die. He's gonna die. I'm just surprised that he stood dead. He's, like, one of the only Marvel heroes that have stayed dead. I mean, you know, it sucks, obviously. But it could have been... Hulk just leaping across a fucking city. Imagine waking up, you're in the Hulk's arms, and he's fucking in the sky. I'd be like, oh, shit! But no, bro, no. And now he's in the Quinjet, Ivan. He's gonna fly away. He's like, I'm gonna go. He's like, I'm out. Pull Thor. And then he stays the Hulk for two years. That's sad. Now this makes me sad. See, I kind of thought Hawkeye was going to die here. Yeah, I think they were they were they were teasing Hawkeye's death, but then it was just a fake out. It made me sad. So when when his son's born at the end of the movie, they name him Nathaniel Pietro. Whatever his last name is. Mm. So they give him Quicksilver's name. Which I thought was nice. I like the visual metaphor of ripping out Ultron's heart. Would Ultron really have a heart, though? He's a robot? I mean, like, his power source? But, like, ripping straight out of a chest? Like, what do you... I don't know. I mean, like... 
they did that whole thing with Tony Stark where the arc reactor was his heart. Yeah, it just feels weird because he's a robot and he doesn't need something in his chest, but that he just has something in his chest. True. Oh, shit. Vision, same Scarlet Witch. And then she gonna love him. So they saved the city by destroying the city. Yes. Oh. People had to die in that. Like, there's no way. No, yeah. It's like, people had to die. It's not like you got everybody out. <laughs> yeah, people are dead. It's like, everybody's clear except for those, you know, 4,000 people. It's fine. Like, they, they, I don't know. It's just strange that they say pe- like people are clear. Like, that's a whole city. I don't care what you say. You just exploded some people. Flying off of Earth. Now there's just a hole where a city was. See, now this little moment I love. Because they're just talking, you know, just two intellectuals, you know. How about that voice, though? We didn't talk about James Spader, his his voice as Ultron. I yeah. thought it was fucking perfect. No, I definitely love his voice. Uh... Very good casting. It just Not they didn't fail. Was, yeah, yeah. Didn't for 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 the amount of talent James Spander like put into his voice. They totally messed up on developing Ultron as like a great intimidating villain. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Marvel has a problem with villains. Now Ultron is gone. Or is he? He's probably gone, right? We don't technically see Vision kill him. What are you insinuating? That maybe I don't know. We don't technically see villain the Vision uh, kill Ultron. Because isn't Vision, like, kind of the last Ultron? He's not Ultron. He is. He's not Ultron. He is Ultron. (laughs) 
Dr. Selvig. Barton, that's his last name. No, he went off the planet. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, well then, what crash landed in Fiji? The mind, st- the soul stone. Right. There it was. In Fiji the whole time. Bet. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't buy that she'd be so sad over the fact that he's gone. I don't know. That was a very weird and awkwardly forced romance, the whole movie. Then he's gonna go off to look for them and make no progress in at two all. years. Like at all. But his dad he's dies. Gonna, so He's gonna yeah. somehow end up in hell. His dad's gonna just decide to die. Yeah, it's, he's gonna find out that he was a fucking murderous shitty person. That he has an older sister. Let's get some shawarma. Oh yeah, remember like shawarma sales spiked the fuck up after 2012. Yeah, you were one of the people that went to get shawarma. I wanted to try it. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I wanted how did it taste? I don't know. Shawarma's pretty good. Yeah, that's well, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I I mean I I'd want some shawarma. I need some shawarma. Well, we should go back to the Mediterranean place. What's what is it? Al Albuadis? Yeah. Good fucking food. That's good. I'm gonna text Lucy right now. Like, hey. Go get some food. She'd be like, no, I'm busy. Probably. She's all sad. Looking at a wall. I just don't believe it. Like, I don't know. He's trying to make me believe this romance, and I just don't believe it. You can't force me to believe it. I don't think she believes it either. It's kind of like, why am I so sad about this? <laughs> I've heard oh. that they're they're gonna kind of go away from their romance in Infinity War, but I'm not sure. It's just a rumor. They'll give her a new love interest, and it'll be Kaka. Oh. So how do you feel about it now, having seen it twice, Ivan? Uh, I still stand. If anything, yeah. like my reasoning has been like solidified. Okay, I feel you. He just wasn't a good villain. 
you can see all the pieces there, like for its potential. So just change one or two things, it's fine. But like the movie's still fine. It's not like it's yeah. a shitty movie. It's just it's not what it could have been. I agree. But for some reason, it works for me. Like I agree with that completely. But it works for me, which is weird. Mm. I feel bum, about like bum, the bum, marble bum. statue of them. Oh, I love that. I wish that was real. Like I would, I would fucking buy that, and I would keep it right next to my uh, noble team statue over there. I forgot you still have that. Yeah, bro. Didn't you get one or no? No. Why? Because I like Table Reach, but I wasn't gonna buy like a fucking two hundred fifty dollar box set for it. Hey man, I like that statue. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, like if 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 I could like still buy the box set for Titanfall, where like Kate was like an Atlas model Titan, yeah, it's, I'd fucking do that in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, but you you love yeah. Titanfall and all the lore associated with it. I, I really do. Like, I, I mean, at, I get, at the point Halo Reach came out, like I thought Halo was done. And I didn't, I mean, I still really don't even consider Halo 4 and 5 to be canon because I don't give a fuck about them. So, like, I didn't think I was going to get any more, like, Halo memorabilia. And I know when Halo 3 came out, they were giving up the the Mark 6 helmet, and I didn't get that. So I was like... Oh, I, I have something. one. Yeah, see, you got that, but I didn't. And so I was like... Yeah, I do you want something. that, actually? Oh, like, you don't want it? It's sitting in my closet somewhere. I mean, like, if you don't want it, bro, I don't know, bro. Maybe, okay, bro. yeah, all we'll right. discuss this later, bro. All right. <laughs> and here we get Thanos. Oh, shit. Very intricate room for no reason. Oh. I don't like that tease at all. No. It's very stupid. Like, what? All right, everybody. Like, does it... Does it imply? Does it imply that he was kind of expecting Ultron to be created? Like, I just don't understand what Thanos showing up at the end has anything to do with the events in Ultron. He's gonna have to do it himself. But it's gonna take two years. Do what himself? We don't Look know, the David. S- the, the, Josh, Josh Whedon, He's a <laughs> cinematic genius. So, like, but he comes up in Infinity War. And he has a whole squad of people. So he's not doing it by himself. Hey everybody, thanks for watching this episode of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm Ivan, that's David. Fuck this. <laughs> Alright, so so we don't so yeah, Marvel isn't perfect, and I think this movie just goes to show that, you know, Marvel has its fault for as much as we like to diss on DC. Oh, absolutely. But this movie works fine. Like, it's fine. It's so much better than any DC. Yeah. Like, like, Marvel had its faults. There's no doubt about it. But the worst Marvel movie is still better than the best, like, DC movie. The DCEU movies. Because, like, the Dark Knight's, like, on a whole different level. Yeah, yeah. Probably has nothing to do with, like, DC as a company. All right. Should I wrap it up, Ivan? Uh, yeah, let's, let's do that. Um, you know, real quick, uh, you know, the reason we saw this, obviously, is because yeah. uh, Infinity War is coming out pretty soon, and we'll be sure to give you a review about that later. Yep, we just wanted to, to, to talk about Avengers a little bit before Infinity War 
came out, get excited a little bit more than we already are. And um, our last commentary track, we didn't talk about the movie that we watched at all. <laughs> so at all. We actually wanted to, t- to have a commentary track where we're actually talking about the movie at hand. And so um, basically our last commentary track could have just been a full-on review of Ready Player One. So we're going to dabble with that a little bit and, like Ivan said, probably review Infinity War maybe as its own review separate from our commentary tracks. So we'll, sh- we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to try to experiment a little bit with the format of the episodes and stuff. So, you know, just stay tuned. Continue watching our progress. If you, uh, you know, love the sweet, sultry sound of my voice and the <laughs> childlike essence of David's, uh, you know, Perfect. keep listening. We'll, we'll definitely keep putting it out there if you guys want it. Definitely. If you like this commentary track, you can find us on YouTube, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, and on iTunes. Whichever is your preferred method of listening to the podcasts or commentary tracks, we are on all four of those platforms. The best way you can help us to continue these commentary tracks is by donating to us at Bandcamp. It's not at all necessary, you don't have to, but it would help us when putting these commentary tracks together. If you'd like to reach out to us uh, to ask us a question or to recommend a movie for us to comment on or to review, you can reach us at notthebestmedia at gmail.com. Any last thing you'd like to add, Ivan? Uh, go watch Ready Player One if you haven't already done so, and uh, go watch Infinity War, I guess? I'm sure, like, we don't have to tell anyone to watch it. They're going to watch they're Infinity gonna watch War. They're going to watch Infinity War. If they saw it's, this, they're going to watch Infinity War. It's broken, like, 100 records already, probably. Oh, God. Yes. So go ahead, comment, subscribe, like, follow, whatever it is with whatever media you're following us on, go ahead and do that thing. Uh, You can find my own personal reviews on YouTube. Just uh, go ahead and search David Lopez Reviews, or you can follow me on Twitter at David L. Reviews. And that's that's about everything, right? It should be. All righty. Thanks for listening, everyone. We really appreciate it. Uh, We're not the best podcast. My name is David. I'm Ivan. And we're... Not the best, but... Well, we are. We are. Okay, all right. See ya. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.